Welcome everybody to Football Talk with Freddy, the number one podcast on the internet. Today I'm going to be giving my predictions for the college football games this week, for week six, and NFL week five. And also I'll be, if we have time, I'll, I might be talking about some of the big stories going on in both college football and NFL. We'll see how that goes. That goes. And yeah, let's get let's get to it. Okay, first I'm gonna start off with my predictions for the for the NFL season. We have the third we kick off week five with Thursday night football, as usual. The past weeks haven't really had the best matchups. But this week, we we have a pretty good matchup. We got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are three and one, taking on the Chicago Bears, who are also three and one. Games in Soldier Field. It's supposed to be uh, sixty nine degrees and sunny. Sunny. So, so Tampa Bay is supposed to win by three and a half points. And the over-under is uh, 44 and a half. Tampa Bay, they played the Chargers last week. It was a high-scoring game, but they took care of business. This, the Bears, they played the Colts. Couldn't get anything going on offense. And they ended up losing. Losing. Uh, I think I'm going to go with the Buccaneers for this game. Buccaneers, Buccaneers, they looked great last week. Honestly, they've looked pretty good ever since week one. Week one, they struggled. But ever since, over the past three weeks, they've just been dominating. They had defense, though uh, hopefully they won't be laying up 31 points. Chargers offense uh, really shined, with especially with Justin Herbert. Herbert, and, but I don't. I don't see the Bucking or the Bears' offense being as good to cause a high-scoring game. Only way I see it being a close game is if the Bears' defense comes to play, and they're they're probably gonna have to get a pick six or something to put up points, or at least like get a turnover in the red zone. So yeah, I'm going with the Buccaneers for that game. Next, we got the. Carolina Panthers taking on the two and two Carolina Panthers taking on the zero and four Atlanta Falcons at Mercedes Benz Stadium. Falcons are a two point favorite. Kind of shocked they were a favorite, but I guess they kind of have to win at some time. Sometime they obviously have the talent to win a game, at least on offense. Defense, not so much. They've just been awful. Uh, Panthers. They they're. I think they're on a two game win win streak. Is that right? Yeah, they're on a two game win streak. They beat the Chargers two weeks ago, and then last week they they beat the Cardinals, taking care of business. And this is without Christian McCaffrey, two weeks in a row, and without Christian McCaffrey, is Christian McCaffrey the problem? 
Is that the reason why they weren't doing good? I, I'm I'm joking. I'm not gonna be that one person. Person at Christian McCaffrey is really good. Uh, but they're they're doing fine without him right now. And here's the thing, personally, with running backs, I hate to say say I I probably wouldn't have the guts to pay a running back, even if it was Christian McCaffrey level or Dalvin Cook, because running backs they're you can you can find them so easily like. They might not put up the same stats, but they're still good enough for you to win games. So, and that's why you don't see many running backs going in the first round anymore. And you honestly, sometimes you see these running backs, even though they were good, uh, get released because teams don't want to pay them. So. So uh, yeah, uh, I'm going with the Panthers for this game. Actually, not. I I don't know. I, I I literally said last week I think that I would never pick the Falcons again, just because they always end up blowing it. But um, they they just have to win sometime. <sighs> no no, I'm gonna stick to what I said. I'm not picking the Falcons again, unless they're playing the Jets. That's the only time I'll. I'll pick them or the Giants. Those are the only time I'll pick the Falcons. I don't even know if they play them the rest of the year. So I'm sticking with the Panthers. Lo- love what Matt Rule's doing there. Obviously, yeah, some people still disagree that about him getting rid of Cam, but if they're winning and they have a chance at going to the playoffs, I don't think they'll complain. Next, we got the Bills versus the Titans. This this game unfortunately might not happen. Happen. Uh, I'm gonna act like it is. It is but but the Bills are four and out. Titans three and out. They didn't play last week due to uh, having players test positive for COVID. Then t- for like five, four or five straight days, they they ended up having twenty people. I I, I want to say like. 12 players, 13 players. And then t- two days ago, oh, things things are going great. Monday, nobody tested positive. Tuesday, nobody tested positive. Okay, that's great. This morning, two players test positive for the Titans. And from what I've heard, uh, the reason was because, well, I'm not saying this was the reason why, they got COVID, but it could lead to it. Uh, the Titans, or sometimes players, decide to have practice at a high school field field because they couldn't be at the facility, and that's possibly how it it could have passed. But who who knows? And the Titans, parents, the players broke protocol. I've heard rumors that the NFL said if. They're, they might consider uh, making them forfeit a win. When uh, for the Bills, obviously, be nice because we play the Chiefs uh, next Thursday, so it's going to be a short week. So if they end up canceling the game, and I don't want them to, and I'm, 
I'm not sounding like I want them to. I absolutely don't want them to cancel the game. But also, the player safety is really important. So, Titans, they need to get their stuff together. Uh, they're just follow the rules. Rules, and we can have a season. And that's that's the thing. thing. We want to have a season, but it requires the people to follow the rules. And if they're not following the rules, then that, that, that unfortunately that might leave us with no hope. But and honestly, we never had problems until the Titans. Like uh, Falcons had a case, Patriots had one case, and then they ended up having Gilmore. But I'll, I'll talk about all that later. Later, but right now I'm just doing my predictions. So Bill, I'm going with the Bills. They look great. Titans. They might be a little bit slow, and they have uh, some key players on the COVID list. So I'm going with the Bills. Bills, uh, it's not listening to over-under or the spread for some reason. But if this game does happen, I'm picking the Bills. Next, we got the Raiders versus Chiefs. Chiefs, uh, luckily for the Chiefs, all their tests came back negative. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh Got a picture with uh, Stephon Gilmore, and then Stephon Gilmore ended up testing positive. But sounds like, as of now, the Chiefs are fine. That that would be chaos if the Chiefs had to if Patrick Mahomes tests positive. And so, yeah, Raiders they they're losing two straight games. Offense. Has been all right. Defense has not been good. And that, that's honestly been the Raiders' story. Their defense has not been good all year. You're like, how many games? Most games, I believe, they let up over 28 points. Or at least, like, over 21. If you, Let's see. See, okay, week one, they let up 30, 30 points. Week two, 24. Okay, that's not bad. Week three, left 36. And then week four, they left 30. So, yeah, only one time. They have not been under 21 points one time. 21 points is the, in my opinion, the threshold of where the defense is doing well and where it's not. But, yeah. Yeah. And. I'm I'm picking the Chiefs to win this game. Game, uh, they're looking. Yeah, they they've slowed down a little bit. They're they're not looking unstoppable, in my opinion. They're still looking good, but not like the team we've seen before. So, but I think they're still good enough to win. So I'm going with the Chiefs. And they don't have the spread or anything on that game for some reason. Next, we got the Cardinals versus Jets. Yeah, this should be an easy pick. Jets, uh, they're starting Joe Flacco this week. They, they're benching Sam Darnold, I think, because he got hurt last week. And in the Cardinals, they're 2-2 two and two right now. They Or they've lost two straight games. Not really good. Defense has not been good. 
offense hasn't been good. They, I need them to get Kenyon Drake more involved because I have him on my fantasy team. But they have not been doing well at all the past two weeks. But they're playing the Jets. Pretty much, um, after uh, last week, I'm never picking the Jets to win. I'm, there's just honestly, I might even pick a if they were playing a high school team, I would pick the high school team to win. <laughs> I'm obviously joking, but joking. Don't get triggered, but yeah, Jets are terrible. I'm going with the Cardinals. Next we got, and they're a seven point favorite. And next we got this Eagles for Steelers, the game we get to see every four years. Years the Eagles are one two and one. Steelers are undefeated. Uh, they didn't get to play last week because of the Titans. Steelers are a seven point favorite. Eagles, their offensive line they they need help with receivers. I have, I'll have to see if they're getting guys back this week. Steelers they've been looking pretty good. Offense I think could be a little bit better, but defense has been fine. Fine. And Eagles, their offensive line, yeah, just not good enough. So I'm going with the Steelers. Next, we got the Rams versus the Reds, or I mean, football team. Team, team of Rams are three and one, football team, one and three. Three, it's supposed to be raining 71 degrees in Landover, Maryland. Rams are a seven-point favorite. They struggled against the Giants last week, but they did enough to get done the win. So, so I'll, I'll, I think I'm gonna go with them. Rams, our football team, they have a good front seven, but that's the only positive thing. And also, that today they announced that Dwayne Haskins been demoted to the third string. So you have. Kyle Allen, who's going to be starting, and then Alex Smith backing up, and then and then uh, Dwayne Haskins as the third string. He might even be inactive. Who knows? So yeah, football team—they're looking like the team we expected after Week One. Rams. Rams, they they done well last week. And it kind of struggled, but they they done good enough. So I think the Rams are gonna win. Next, we got the Bengals versus the Ravens. Bengals are one two and one. Ravens three and one. It's supposed to be raining, uh, seventy two degrees. Degrees. Uh, Ravens. Uh, besides the game against the Chiefs, they've looked really good every week. Uh. Lamar Jackson is hurt. Uh, they said it's not serious. Serious, but who knows? Let's see. He missed his practice with the knee injury, but source says it's not that the injury isn't considered serious. Backup, you have. RG three, three, and then third string you have the goat Trace McSorley. 
throw it on a dime. I don't, I'm not trying to get copyright, so I'm not going to sing it anymore. <laughs> so, so uh, but Ravens, they've looked really good. Bengals, one, two, and one. One, they first week lost, lost by a field goal. Browns lost by five points. Tied with the Eagles and then beat the Jaguars. So they've, they've been competitive in all their games, but this week I think it's going to be a rough week. For them, but if they they somehow pull off a win, that that that'd be huge for Joe Burrow. But I don't I don't think it's gonna happen. Next, we got the Jaguars, the one and three Jaguars. We're taking on the zero and four Houston Texans. Houston is a six point favorite. Uh, I'm going with the Jags and Jaguars. I've been going with them a lot, because I'm probably still. Bull- Leaving in that game from week one and week two. And the Jaguars aren't supposed to be good, but... And one and three, obviously, that's not doing too well. But Texans just fired Bill O'Brien. And I find it hard to go with the team after they just fired their coach. So... So I think I'm going to go with the Jags. Hopefully they win. When Garner Minshew does well, but yeah, yeah, I hope they're gonna do well. Texans. Deshaun Watson needs a bunch of help. He doesn't have an O line, line, and yeah, they, they Texans are just not in a good position. Defense has not been good. Letting up 34, 33, 28, and 31. And then they've only scored over 20 point, 23 points, one time, 20 points, uh, well, three times. So, yeah, Texans, they just need some help. So I'm going with, so I'm going with the Jags. Next, we got the uh, Miami Dolphins versus the 49ers. Miami's 1-3, 49ers 2-2. Two two. Miami had a close game with the, with the Seahawks. 49ers had a close game with the Eagles but couldn't get it done. So, up. Oh, okay, okay, good news. Oh yeah, up so Garoppolo and Moser practice for the first time. So they are so they are back this week. Week and the 49ers need them, honestly. Uh so okay, well that just changed everything. I was considering going for the Dolphins because they're they've been competitive in pretty much every game except for that Patriot game. And then also And also the 49ers, they they're just had a bunch of injuries. Uh, the game against the Giants, they let me down. Or no, they didn't. They they proved me wrong. And then t- last week, same thing. Same. Well, they didn't prove me wrong last week, but they they did not do well. So, but they're getting him back, which is big. So that so that makes me. Leaning, leaning towards picking the Niners. 
if they if they weren't playing, I would go with the Dolphins with the upset. They have not released the odds, but yeah, I'm going with the Dolphins. I mean, I mean, Forty Niners, Forty Niners for this game, especially since they're getting Garoppolo and uh, Moser back. Next, we have the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Cleveland Browns. Colts are a one and a half point favorite. The game's in a at First Energy Stadium in Cleveland, Ohio. Sixty nine degrees, supposed to be cloudy. Browns, they are on a three game win streak so far. Offense has been good this year. Besides the first game, defense defense looked better last week. Week. Uh, if you look at the score, it's you're like, oh, what are you talking about, James or Freddie? Freddie, uh, Freddie, they left like thirty nine points or points. Well, okay, they scored a bunch of garbage time touchdowns, so so I'll I'll let it slide, slide. But Colts defense is really good. Good offense. It's it's been a it's it's been all it's been all right. Would like to see a lot more, a lot. Uh, see them do a little bit better, but yeah, I'm going with the Colts for this game. Game and. And if you're saying, "Oh, I'm a Browns hater," that's why I'm going against them. I'm not. No, nah, I think I'm. I'm kind of happy that the Browns are doing well. Well, uh, Mayfield, he he hasn't done a whole lot. He hasn't been making mistakes, but he's he's been doing all right. He's he's just he's getting the job done. It's not and. Honestly, they they should keep the ball out of his hands because because the run game has been fine. Though, what's his name? Uh, Nick Chubb got hurt. Cream Hunt's been really good. So keep running the ball. Ball. Uh, yeah. So I'm go- I'm going with the Colts for this game. At next, we got the. The Cow- Giants versus the Cowboys. Giants 0-4. Cowboys 1-3. Three. The game's at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. Home of the Cowboys. Dallas is a 9.5 point favorite. Off Dallas's offense. Been pretty good this season. Defense, not so much. Giants, defense, wasn't bad last week. Offense, I don't even think it exists without Saquon Barkley. So, so uh, honestly, I'm just thinking. I'm thinking that the Cowboys are going to win, and I'm not saying they're good, but Giants, they just. They are just not looking good at all. Giants and Jets. Both are just not in a good place. 
Joe, but it is Joe Judge's first year, so, so, and normally the first, normally, not always, normally the first year it can be pretty rough. So we'll, so we'll see how that goes, but I'm going with the Cowboys for this game. Next, we got the Broncos versus the Patriots. I believe Cam Newton's is supposed to return. Uh, let, let me check the injury report right now and the COVID list for the Patriots. Uh, Well, New England, New England. Okay, okay, okay. Stephon Gilmore placed on IR, and that oh, that was bad for them. They lost Gilmore. Shaq Thomas. Wait, wait, wait. This is from the whole year. No, I want it from Cody Davis IR. Sony Michelle, IR. Julian Adelman limited in practice, but at least he was practicing. Isaiah Wynn limited. Cam Noon. Okay, let me see. Let me see. Pay. Hold on. I'm on CBS. No, they're, they're not being too helpful. Let me just go to the Patriots website. Oh, that's that's the best place to get the updates from the team website. It's, uh, okay, okay, okay. Right here, okay. Team injury report. Okay, okay. So that's a, yeah, Julian Edelman Limited in practice, Shaq Mason, limited, Adam Butler, Isaiah Wynn, both limited. Oh, they lost the Patriots. That, that's good. Uh, Drew Locke was limited. So maybe, so maybe he's going to be back this week. I, I have no idea. Yeah, KJ Lamp or Hamler did not practice. Neither did Noah Fant. And then let's see. what what is he still on the COVID list? Uh. No, no, he's not. So he, so he is back. Yep, yep, he's back this week. So yeah, I'm definitely going with the Patriots for this game. Next, we have the. The. Uh, we have Sunday night football. We have the Minnesota Vikings. Taking on the Seattle Seahawks. Bike supposed to be 58 degrees with some rain. Seahawks seven-point favorite. Vikings. They supposedly this was supposed to be a good game, but Vikings have not been good this year. Defense has has not done well. Offense. It's been alright. Could be a little bit better. Better, uh, 
Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm probably the two teams I'm, I'm probably not going against this this year is is the Seahawks and the Chiefs. I'll I'll probably never p- predict them to lose lose, but you never know. We'll we'll see how depends how they play, obviously. Lee, but I'll, I'll probably never go against them. So I'm going with the Seahawks for this game. They've just been looking good. Yeah, they they had a close game with the Seahawks or I mean Dolphins, but I think I think they they're gonna take advantage of the Vikings' uh, secondary that has not been playing well this year. And then Monday Night Football, we got the L.A. Chargers versus the Saints. The Saints are two and two. Chargers one and three. If we Chargers defense normally has been pretty good this year. They've been pretty good up until uh, last week. Last week they left thirty eight points to Tom Brady. Brady, and then and then their offense last week exploded. I don't know if that was because Tampa Bay's defense has been bad. They've been pretty good this. This year, but are they been they've been all right, so. But I think let's see. Tyra Taylor's list as questionable, but I have no idea if Anthony Lynn's gonna bring it, make him the starter or not. I honestly, I would not, not because. Justin Herbert he's been playing well well if it was if he played well one game then yeah but if he's been playing well like he's still making rookie mistakes but almost every rookie's going to be making that and he'll learn but he's been playing well so and I, I would not bench him because that that might hurt his confidence a little bit so Saints they they were they were down early against the Lions, but then they scored five straight touchdowns and then won the game pretty much. Uh, I'm, I'm going with the Saints for this game. Game it it depends if the but the Saints uh defense let's see they've been yeah they've been all right. Yeah, could be a little bit better, in my opinion. But they've been all right. So, but if the Chargers' defense comes to play, and then they do, they do what they did last week. Week, I think the Chargers can pull an upset. But I'm not sure if that's going to happen. So I'm going with the Saints. Okay, so now let's. Do do uh, my college football predictions for this week. We're doing top twenty-five, five games only. So the first game we're going to talk about is n- the number four Florida Gators taking on number twenty-one Texas A&M. Texas A&M got embarrassed by Alabama, but also not surprising. Florida they they took care of South Carolina. 
No, uh, Florida's a six-and-a-half-point favorite. And I, I found this interesting today. Kyle Trask, you want to know what he's named after? Kyle Field. His, his whole family grew up a big uh, Texas A&M fan. So, and they're playing at Kyle Field. I found that a little bit interesting. Though, though imagine if he ended up at a, ended up at a, a and M instead of a uh, Florida. I'm I'm curious. Did A and M ever offer offer him? I have no idea. Actually, let's see. Like obviously, at it would be it would have been hard, or maybe he did get offered, but they have a uh, Kelamond. Let's see. He was a three star. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, he only had four offers out of high school. Wow, I did not know this offer from McNeese State, Lamar, Houston Baptist, and Florida. So, wow, I did I did not know that. Uh, but I'm going with Florida. It A and M's gonna have to score some points. Points, Florida's defense, they're they're okay. Okay, it could be a little bit better. Better offense, it's it's not a question. Uh, you're, they're gonna have to find a way to shut down uh, Kyle Pitts. Pitts, because that's uh, his number one target. So yeah, I'm going with the Florida Gators. Next, we have number nineteen, Virginia Tech. Taking on North Carolina, both teams are two and zero. North Carolina is a five point favorite. It's supposed to be seventy three degrees with some rain at the moment. Uh, North Carolina is playing their first game, or no, they played last week against Boston College. Never mind. Mind uh, Virginia Tech. They're playing their first game since. Uh, what what day was this? Does it does it say what day it is? No, uh, it doesn't say. Say uh, I don't. I think. Okay, okay. Here we go. Go. Uh, yeah, Virginia Tech versus uh North Carolina, North Carolina. Uh, they took care of Syracuse week one. Second game got canceled, and then they were supposed to play Boston College. Or, or I mean, they did play Boston College. That uh, was a close game. So, so yeah, I, I, in my opinion, I think North Carolina is a little overrated. But I, I shouldn't judge it off one game. Okay. Okay, might give I gotta give Boston College some credit. Yeah, they played a tough game. Game Virginia Tech. They beat NC State and Duke. Duke uh, offense is is looking really good. Defense not so much. 
much. North Carolina's defense, I think, might be a little bit better. I'm I'm going with I'm going with Virginia Tech with an upset. Give me give me the upset. Actually, that nah, nah. I'm going with North Carolina. I was thinking about going with the upset, but I'll I'll go with North Carolina. Though I think they are overrated. Next, we have a uh, Missouri versus LSU. This game was supposed to be played in uh in Baton Rouge this weekend, but it got moved to uh, Columbia due to uh, the hurricane. I don't think it would it would have mattered anyway. Way I. Way uh, LSU is a fourteen half point favorite. Missouri, they have not played well over the past two weeks. That they have played two tough teams, but I don't think they're good enough. LSU, you uh, week one, we know what happened last week. Dominate Vanderbilt. So I'm gonna go with LSU. Next, we have the Red River rivalry, though it's not as hyped up as it's been in past years. We have number 22, Texas, versus versus Oklahoma, who's 1-2. and two. Oklahoma, they, they, they lost to Iowa State by a touchdown. And I think, if I remember right, they blew that game. They were up. And then same thing, I believe, happened to Kansas State. They, they just can't finish games they're 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 almost acting like the atlanta falcons of the of the end of the college football right now that's that's almost what they are texas they they lost to tcu in a close game and then they had a close game against Texas tech tech big 12 there's been a lot of close games this year which honestly i'm a fan of i, I rather have close games Personally, because it's more exciting to watch. Watch uh, Oklahoma's a two and a half point favorite, and I'm gonna go with uh, the game is at a neutral site. It's at the Combo Bowl. I'm going with the Sooners. Next, we have number fourteen Tennessee versus number three Georgia. Georgia's a twelve and a half point favorite. It's supposed to be some thunderstorms. 77 degrees in Athens. Athens, uh, Tennessee, they've been playing playing well week one. They had a close game against South Carolina. And then last week, dominated Missouri. Is Tennessee back? Is it 98 again? That, that's the question. Tennessee fans want answered. Uh, Stenson Bennett looked pretty good against Auburn. Georgia took care of business. This defense looked great. Offense looked great. Great. Uh, there, there wasn't a slow start, unlike the game against Arkansas. So I'm going to go with the Bulldogs. Next, we got UTSA versus BYU. UTSA is 3-1. and one. One, they're, they're doing well this year. They're, they've, they've been struggling as a group five team team but I don't I don't think they're good enough to match with BYU Zach Wilson if he wasn't a group of five quarterback literally he'd be in the Heisman race 
and some people even say he's still in the Heisman race. Race. I, unfortunately, I don't think he's going to win it just because he's in the group of five, but he, he's been looking very impressive. Uh, BYU's 3-0, number 15. Honestly, they might be in contention for a New Year's Six Bowl. Bowl. Uh, UTSA, though, has been looking pretty good. BYU's the 34.5-point favorite. I think it'll be a little bit closer, but I'm, I'm, I think the Cougars are going to win. Next, we got number we got Texas Tech taking on number 24, Iowa State. Iowa State, after losing to Louisiana, uh, they went on to win to be a TCU in Oklahoma. Homa, and then they have Texas Tech. Tech, they've... Uh, against Texas, they put up a bunch of points, and then Kansas State, not not so much. Defense is awful, but in the Big Twelve, I hate to say that's that's the Big Twelve. They're, you're not going to see much defense. It's, it's, uh, I'm going to go with Iowa State for this game. Uh, they don't have the odds listed. Listed. And next we have Arkansas taking on Auburn. Arkansas got their first win. Since twenty in the SEC since twenty seventeen. Last week, I, I wish they didn't. Didn't though, and then they're taking on Auburn. Auburn's offense has not been good this year. Defense, well, defense had the first game looked really good, uh, and then Georgia, not so much. Offense has just been awful. And that that's what's going to be holding them back. Back Bonix needs to improve a lot. Thirteen you, Auburn's thirteen and a half point favorite. Our Arkansas's defense has been really good. I'll say that. Uh, rain. It's supposed to be raining, seventy eight degrees. So they'll have to be running the ball. I'm assuming for Auburn. Assuming. But you never know. No, uh, Auburn. I'm, I'm picking Auburn to win. But I think it could be a, a little bit close. Um, Uh, it's okay. Hold on. Yes. So next we got number two Alabama taking on the Ole Miss Rebels in Oxford, Mississippi. Seventy-two degrees. Supposed to be some rain. Ole Miss offense has been good this year. I'll give them credit. Defense, not so much. Alabama's two and zero. They've been looking good on both sides of the ball. Ball. And I, th- I think they're gonna win this, this, and I kind of hope they do, because I I'm I would I don't want to pick Ole Miss t- to ever win, <laughs> even though I don't I I don't I don't be biased, or at least I try not to be. Okay, I I don't I don't like to be biased, so, but I hope, and you know know that because I wouldn't be picking the Florida to win, so.
But uh, Matt, Matt Coral's been looking pretty good. Elijah Moore, uh, same thing. Thing. Uh, I'm going with Bama for this game. Next we have uh, number seven, Miami, taking on number one, Clemson Tigers. Both teams are 3-0. and Clemson's a 14-point favorite. Miami's been looking good this year. Here and Clemson, yeah, for the most part, uh, they they did have a they they hung out hung with uh, Virginia for a while there there, but parents took care of business. This uh Miami, yeah Miami, they they've been doing well. Well, I. I think Clemson's going to win. And Miami, they're trying to prove that the U is back. So this would be a huge win if they, if they could pull it off. But I, I don't think they will. Though Clemson is favored by 14. I don't think it will be 14 points. Or I don't think they'll win by 14. But I still think they're going to win. Next, we got Florida State taking on Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Dame hasn't played in like three weeks, two or three weeks. Weeks. Uh, Florida State, they just have been awful. Look bad against Georgia Tech. Uh, Then they played Miami. Look bad. They are, and then they played Jacksonville State and played awful. But they're Notre Dame's 25 point favorite. I, I would definitely take that. That and Florida, Notre Dame is going to easily win this game. And then next we have Coastal Carolina taking on Louisiana. They don't have the odds for this game. This game was supposed to be played uh, Saturday night, but they moved it to. Uh, Wednesday, next Wednesday due to uh, uh sorry about that I don't know what that was <laughs> somebody in the hallway but uh uh where was I uh oh yeah and yeah the game was supposed to be Saturday but due to the hurricane they moved it to Wednesday Louisiana they've had some two close games they had a close Game against Georgia State and Georgia Southern. Coastal Carolina, they've been dominating their opponents. They dominated Kansas, obviously, Campbell, and then Arkansas State. And I'm, I'm going with Coastal Carolina with the upset. Set. I, I think they'll find a way to pull it off. But it should, this should be a really good game. Even if it's a group of five schools, there should be a really good game. So I'm going with the chance of clears for that game. Okay, so so now, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Just talking about some of the stories that have been happening, happening around college football and NFL. And one story: a uh, Clemson, a reporter was asked Dabo Sweeney if he would be interested in joining Deshaun Watson in Houston. Uh, he he said next question. He didn't want to talk about it. 
which I think makes sense. You shouldn't be talking about that. For one, one, uh, he has a season right now. That's that should be his number one focus. Not not uh, going to the NFL. I have no idea if Dabo Sweeney has has any interest in going to the NFL. Felt he might he might not be. Not every and. Let's see, he's, yeah, he's 50 years old. Old, so, yeah, he's a pretty young coach. Coach, uh, let's see, he's making $9.3 million at Clemson. And that's the thing I was curious. Curious because what he go, what he leave for to go to the NFL? Because he's, he's probably, he'd probably make more as a college coach at Clemson then at it then for an NFL job maybe let me let me see I'm, I'm actually curious curious with this let me see what's the like annual salary for each NFL coach okay okay so let's see this is how much all the NFL coaches are making a year pretty much for this year. Okay, so number one is Bill Belichick with twelve million. Makes perfect sense. Pete Carroll, eleven million, makes sense. John Grun, ten million. Yeah, maybe. Sean Payton nine point seven. So right now he would compare from the college to the NFL, he would be the fifth highest paid coach. So and I'm not saying money money would be the reason he he wouldn't go for it. And I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that saying that that's just one thing to look at. And NFL an NFL versus a a college coach there's there's a big difference between uh, in my opinion Honestly, I think being an NFL coach might be a little bit harder than a college coach. Because as an NFL coach, you you have the season and then you get a little break. Like you don't fully take um you don't you get you get some time off. A good amount of time off as an NFL coach, but as a uh college coach you're you're pretty much doing your job almost twenty four seven, seven. You have to be obviously coaching during the season, and then in the off season, you're you're and even during the regular season, you're out recruiting, trying to get new players. So you're on you're busy all the time. Time now now for Clemson yet yeah, like it's it's easy for them to get recruits I think. But obviously, trying to find good recruits as well, as well, and and yeah. Personally, I just think a college coach is a lot harder than NFL.
Well, and maybe he's interested, maybe he's not. Who knows? I'm, I'm trying to think. Every once in, once in a while, there's an, an, a college coach that goes straight to the NFL. There's, but there's not many that go without coaching experience. Does Dabo have any NFL ex- coaching experience, like even as an O-line coach or something? Like, I'm, I'm just curious. He, yeah, no, he does not. No, I'm, I'm trying to think of recent co- coaches in recent memory that just went straight to the NFL. NFL, uh, there's obviously Matt Rule this year from Baylor. Uh, there was... P. Carroll, obviously, from USC. Jim Harbaugh. Um, I, I, that's that's all the coaches I can think of. Uh, I bet there might be a lot more. I know Sean McDermott came. Doug, Doug Marone, I know he was the head coach at Syracuse, right? Right, but he did have some NFL experience. Yeah, he was a head coach at Syracuse, but he did have some NFL experience before that. And I bet Pete Carroll did too. I'm that, I want to find that out right now. That, that's it. Pete Carroll. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh, what? I did not know this. See, I know a lot about football and about the coaches, but I did not know this. He was a head coach for the Jets in 94 and then coach for the Patriots for from 97 to 99. I I did not know that at all. That, that that's very interesting. Okay, and then sh- like, I, I I would expect him to maybe have like a tight end coach or something like that, but not an NFL head coaching experience. I did not know that. And then Jim Harbaugh. I know he he was at Stanford, but like did he have any prior experience before like I know he played yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. He was a Raiders quarterback coach. Like I knew he played in the NFL, but like I meant as a coach. Yeah, he was a Raiders quarterback coach for two years. Then became the head coach at San Diego for three years. Then Stan- I knew he went to Stanford. And then the 49ers then became Michigan's head coach. Uh, let me let me see. Is there any other coaches that went straight to the NFL? Went straight to the NFL.
nine coaches who got it done in college and the NFL. Okay, the good Jim Harbaugh, Jimmy Johnson. Okay, I, I didn't I didn't know that. I didn't I didn't know that. Chip Kelly uh, did not. Yeah, he was he was another one. Nick Saban. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. Steve Spurrier. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, uh, what's what's his name? Oh my! Lane, well, Lane, Lane Kiffin as well. Well, yeah, right. Or did he have NFL experience before he became the Raiders coach? I don't think he did. No, he did not. So Lane Kiffin is another one. So I guess that does happen a little bit more than I thought. It seems like maybe one every couple years. But yeah. Yeah, so that that's that, that is interesting. Thing uh, the other story is, is the Titans obviously they had two players test positive. They have to so they they can't return till Friday at least. So that's only one day of practice before Sunday's game. The as of now there has not been a report, but that the one they're going to have a shortened practice for the Bills game. And here's the thing. It's going to make it a little bit hard to uh, reschedule. The Bills have a week 11 bye, and the Titans, they already had to reschedule one game, so then they would have to reschedule another. I I would have to look into it to see how the how they uh, could reschedule the game. Game, but it would take a lot. I, I did I actually did some research for the Steelers game and they did exactly what I I predicted they would do about the Ravens switching but but they the NFL's thinking about uh, having forfeits and personally if okay one time should be a warning you get fined and everything and two times times I have no idea what happened the first time time i don't know if players were out partying that the nfl is investigating that right now but what they did find or what what's been reported and it this what's been reported i don't know if it's true or not 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 uh the titans they had practice at a high school field or when they had to close the facility down we'll we'll I don't know if that's true. I did see a picture of them. I don't and I'm I'm not saying they're guilty. That picture could could have been from the off season. You, you never you never know. And they he's just using that now. I'm not so I'm not saying they are guilty, but if if you're breaking the rules, then you have to suffer the consequences. I, that's just that's how it is. They because it, and it's and to the other NFL teams having to readjust their schedule and everything thing. And for the Bills, 
They they can't move it to Monday or Tuesday. That's the thing for this week. Week because the Bills play Thursday against the Chiefs. Unless they move that game to Sunday, maybe maybe. And the Chief, and I think the NFL may, might be open to that. And I I hope they don't do that because I was actually excited for that Thursday night game. But but I hope they don't do that because well, yeah, obviously excited. But the tie, uh, the Chiefs also they'd be playing ten three games in ten days because they had to play Sunday. Sun, yeah, the, oh, uh, they had to play last Sunday, then they played Monday, and then they played Thursday. Right? Or was it? Or no, it was Monday, Sunday. No, mon- wait, no, I take that back. No, Monday, they played Monday today, the, they played Sunday t- this week. And then they would play Thursday. So ten, yeah, that's just crazy. Three games in ten days. That, that. I'll admit that's a, I, a little. I like. I know they have to do what they have to do, but at the same time, that's that's just crazy. And then let's see if there is there any other stories around the NFL that I've missed today. Day the Chiefs reported that nobody tested positive, and Stephon Gilmore did get a picture with uh Pat Mahomes, Mahomes up, and Gilmore tested positive, so that's good. Uh, let's see. Uh. Any other stories? Ryan Fitzpatrick starting Steelers allowing 12,000 fans. Fans, uh, Mohamed Sanu was released from the 49ers. Uh, Maurice Hurst on the Raiders was, was, uh, placed on IR and they just played the Bills this week. But it sounds like nobody for the Bills tested positive, which is, which is good. Up, the NFL changed the rules. Rules, they're only allowing five at max, five players per week to try out. Yeah. Uh, and then the NFL, yeah, they changed the, the protocols, making them a little bit more stricter. Let's see, clubs are requiring uh, surveillance cameras in their facility and practice facilities at least for at least 30 days. They'll... Review footage, making sure everyone's wearing masks. Teams are required to develop schedule, minimize time players spend in the locker rooms, and to consider using locker rooms and shifts to employ better social distancing. Clubs must also assign lockers so members of the same position group are not concentrated in one area. That, yeah, yeah, I think, I think that's good because if you had somebody test positive, but then everybody else is around them, then. T- that that makes it even worse for your team. But if, if you're taking like a bunch of players at different position, that's 
that at least that that makes it a little bit better. Groups of more than three tired individuals include pairs are prohibited from gathering outside of the club facility or team travel. Okay, so you can't so you can't have you can't do anything of more than three people. Uh, let's see. Okay, facility protocols. And, oh, if a club is shut down because of an outbreak, no players and staff are not permitted to gather in any homes or any for any reason. Team travel protocols. I'm just curious. Clubs are strongly enter to reduce the number of non-player members of traveling party if possible. Yeah, clubs should consider allowing players and traveling parties to staff to drive themselves to the airport for departures from the home city in order to limit potential close contacts on buses. Oh, okay. Oh, oh I see. So instead, instead of meaning about the facility taking on the bus, bus to the airport or something like that, they just go to the airport. Okay, the minimum number of buses a club provide while traveling has increased from two to two to five. No bus may be at more than 50% capacity and player staff must be assigned seats to avoid clustering of position groups together on the bus. Uh, let's see. We have clarified all individuals in the bench area except for active players must wear masks at all times. All tired individuals in the designated stadium areas for practical and other screening other clubs must wear masks at all times. Screenings, test, test pretty much every day. Uh, positive test reporting. How they do it? Okay, yeah. Okay, so I think that's good that the NFL is at least trying to change some of the rules. And but here's the thing: also, the players have to follow the rules and everything. That that's what's important. Okay, let's see college football news. Anything <laughs> let's see the Mac has released their schedule uh, okay, okay, let's see uh Georgia Southern versus Appalachian State game. That was supposed to be original schedule for October fourteenth. Moved to December fourteenth. Georgia Southern is trying to help with student athlete after an outbreak last month. Uh, let's see. Uh, Trey Lance declares for the draft. No, that's not too surprising. Skips spring season, so no, so they were playing one. So, oh yeah, because I forgot the FCS is going to play a spring season, 
but he he's not going to play in the spring, which I think is smart. Focus on the NFL. Felt, and and you shouldn't get mad at a player for doing it if doing it. If if you're like, oh well, we were going to win a championship, but you decide to opt out, like I, it's a player's decision, not yours. And to to like with circumstances right now, I think it's the right move. Now it now if if you're before if you were opting out, I I don't know if I would agree with it, but circumstances right now, I'm totally fine with it. ACC is on the rise with big weekend ahead. We'll we'll see. See uh. Mike Leach had a story about how the air raid started. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. oh, it's because he's returning to Kentucky because that's he was a uh, offense coordinator there. There, uh, I might have to read that a little bit later. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Um, college football. Yeah, not nothing. Nothing. Nothing really else. All right. Okay. Seven Virginia players, and one coach out versus Clemson. Oh, well, that was last week. Week okay, so that's pretty much all the news. There, all the big reports I've seen. Seen. Let me double check. Hold on. Let's see the ape. Let's see the the Mac released their schedule today. I think they're playing six games, if I remember right. Yeah, so Dabin says Texans job is not something that I want to even think about. Well, yeah, because right now he's a coach. And his team's playing, so he doesn't want to think about it right now. And two, I hate to say, and this is gonna hurt the Texans. They they're left with nobody. They're they're zero and four right now, and they don't have any draft picks. They trade all of them to the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins, literally, the Texans. If the season ended today, the Texans will have the second draft pick, but that draft pick goes to Miami, and it's not even just. Their first, their first and second round pick. No, I'm not saying it's impossible because uh, the Rams they they seem to always trade their draft picks, but they they ended up fine. But at the same time, and at least they had some talent there. And then while 
Texans. Nah. Nah. I I think they yeah, they do have some, but yeah. Oh uh oh Kevin Sumlin from Arizona there has tested positive. Uh, I hope he gets better. Better uh the Pac twelve when when do they start? Uh, the twenty first November second I think like I said he has a month, that's good. Kansas State give their head coach a six year a six year extension. Interesting. Uh, after beating uh, Oklahoma tw- two years in a row, I think yeah definitely should. Uh and then uh. T- uh Jack Cohen. Suffered a foot injury, and he's gonna be out for the year. I I think that uh, that sucks for Oklahoma, though they run the ball a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I think that's pretty much all the big stories in college football. NFL. Let me double check. One more thing. Uh, the Saints won't evacuate because of the hurricane. Monday's game is still on. And interesting. NFL not considering pausing season or using bubbles or using bubble environments. Well, it's 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 hard to use a bubble in football. Football it it's a sport that plays one day a week week and you you look at hockey and in a hockey in a basketball they they successfully had a bubble but those sports are played every like two days sometimes even every two days so it it makes it a little bit easier football is played pretty much once a week week and it, it would be very hard to get a bubble going to have the teams so they could practice and play it it'd be very hard because not only you'd have to find like, it's a long process. So, and it it would make it very hard. Uh, uh here's one of the new rules. Uh, so, teams are prohibited from ha- having players gathering or group football activities away from club facilities. All meetings must occur virtually and personal protective equipment and clean face masks must be worn. Wait, oh, so meeting. So, so you can have practice, but like if you want to have a meeting or whatever, they must be virtual. Okay, that, that's interesting. And 
Yeah, there's reports Tennessee punishment might be terrible. Well, if they're breaking the rules, then yeah. Yeah, they they should. If, if, if the players, like, somehow got COVID, like, okay, they, they followed the rules, but they just were unlucky and got it, that I... I totally get that. Like, they shouldn't be punished for that. Unfortunately, COVID is a thing, thing, and you should take it serious. But that doesn't mean you can you can't get it. But if if a player went to a party, or like just wasn't following the NFL protocols or whatever, then yeah, yeah, then yeah, they they should be punished. At me. I know the players shouldn't, but it's hard to punish a team. Like, I don't know. It seems like maybe most of the players were, but at the same time, it's a hard situation to say. And there's no, it's almost, there's no right or wrong answer. It it, kind of comes down to what you think is the right decision. Because like if you punish the player, some of the players, but not the whole team, then that's that. That, but if you punish some of the players, players, but it, it, it's it, it's a long. It, it's it it's hard to figure out. So yeah, when then Washington benched Haskins. Alex Smith to back up and I yeah, I I believe that's just about everything. Thing. So yeah, thanks So yeah, thanks everybody for li- listening to Football Talk with Freddie. I'll be back on Tuesday recapping everything from this weekend. And, yeah, I hope you guys have a great weekend. Got some good football. And stay safe. And hail state and go Bills.